prayers this morning. Can't do anything but myself. Uh, if you have your Bible, let's turn over to the book of Second Peter, chapter one. I also like to welcome a friend of mine, Brother Hal Crockett from over Marshtown, uh, preaching brother of ours. It's been a lot of help to us over the years, and uh, been in church service a lot together. He's preached revivals, place we pastored, and. Uh, God has blessed us together to go throughout this land and country to preach his gospel. And God laid it upon our heart just to call him this morning. It's been a while since we've been in church with him and certainly be good to be back. We don't know from one day to the next where we'll get to see one another tomorrow or next Sunday. But this morning, as God has laid this scripture upon our heart, if there's any preaching done here this morning, he's going to have to do it. I, I've read over it. It's been on our heart for several days and We've read over it and over it and tried to study it and tried to get what God would have us to get out of it, but, but we're just going to turn it over to him this morning and let him bring forth, for he knows uh, all we can see is uh, one another's outward appearance and all look good to me. And, and, but God looks down deep in our heart and soul. and God knows what's really there and he knows who uh, belongs to him and he knows those that is lost this morning. If you're here this morning and you're lost and undone without God and never been saved. And you're an honored guest down to the house of God. For that's why he came into the world to seek and to save that which was lost. And there's a time that I was lost and undone without God. A grown man having a family. But we was lost. But God saved our soul and brought us and placed us in the kingdom of God. And put his kingdom within us. And I want to read uh, chapter 1 verse 19. And. Uh, three verses there and then back up and get uh, uh, verse 1 and read that also and see who it is addressed to and who he's speaking to. But in verse 19, uh, we see that Peter, a great preacher, a great man of God, and we see that he was one that stood firm and stood upon the Word of God. And uh, even Peter, as great a preacher as he was, he is still one that we find that he did waver some there, but he was quickly, quickly rebuked and brought back to where he needed to be. But here we see that God had laid it on his heart to write these scriptures. And we see in verse 19, we have also a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto ye do well that ye take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation, for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. And there's reading three verses of Scripture. And, and now we've started into a new year, 2020. 19's gone uh, there, and it won't never be back. And uh, the things that we've done there is in the past now. And, and now today we need to enter into this new year. And we need to examine our own self and, and take the Word of God. And the only way I can do that is to take His Word. And we find here, as we read in the Scripture, now many might think this morning that uh, men sat down there and, and, and pinned all this down. And, and they did with their hand. But, but it was the Spirit of God that laid upon them what, they, uh, what God wanted them to write. And you have it today. People has tried to do away with it and get rid of it. They've tried to burn it and all those things there. But the Word of God 
still stands true this morning. And, and here as we're reading in the Word of God, it's about 2,000 years ago that Peter penned this down, and we still have it today. We go back in verse 1, and we begin to see that how Peter, he opened up. We, we have First Peter, and Peter is dealing with the things that was coming up and attacking the Lord's church from on the outside. But now here we get into Second Peter, and we see the things that he's writing about and things that is coming within the church and, and seem to be uh, taking over these modern days and time in which we live. We see in verse 1, uh, it is pointed out that Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, and here Paul, uh, uh, Peter had pinned down and, and wanting to know the people, wanting the people to know this morning who had pinned this word down, who, who had wrote it there. And by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, uh, Peter sat down and he began to address this letter. And we go on and we read and it points out that he is a servant of Jesus Christ just as you and I are a servant this morning. And, and, but now Peter, he, had, he was an apostle. I'm not an apostle this morning, but Peter, he was the one that... Uh, one of the uh, apostles there that Christ himself, he had come personally, called him, and pointed him an apostle and a preacher. And he began to write down an apostle of Jesus Christ. And then he goes on and he says to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and Savior Jesus Christ. And so now here we see who has written it and, and we know who has inspired it and we see who that he has written it to. And so he's written it under the church this morning. And as I begin to sit down and I begin to read down through chapter 1 and, and every child of God, every Christian needs to sit down and study and read out and study out uh, chapter 1 for he points out some things there that we need to add into faith. When I was lost there and, and upon hearing the gospel bringing conviction upon my heart and upon my soul revealing to me that I was lost and in none uh, without God. And if I continue to live on one day I was going going to die and in hell I would lift my eyes. But God He gave and He planted through the preached Word of God He planted a small seed of faith within my heart that helped me to believe that God is God and He loved me that He sent His Son and He died upon that old rugged cross and it's through Him and by Him that I'm saved and redeemed this morning. Not of any good thing that I've done but is the salvation the gift of God and is free this morning. But now He said and then He goes on and verse by verse he begins to point out uh, there are some things there to add unto faith. He mentioned ver uh, virtue. He mentioned patience. He mentioned different things. And when he got on down into the chapter he began to point out if these things be in you, you will not fall. And so we need to grow in the word of God. We see in the beginning of chapter 1 that there that God uh, his will is that we grow in the word. But not all are growing in the word today. There have been many of the sitting around the house of God a day in and day out from year after year and still they're on the middle of the word. You can tell it sometime when you get up to preach they'll get puffed up and all things like that. But now he got on down through that and he began to point out as we have entered into a new year we might think upon a new beginning. We have the beginning there in the book of Genesis where that God pointed out and inspired the writer to write and begin to tell you about the creation and there and on that first day uh, there, there, uh, that when he created the heavens and the earth we, we find there in the word of God that there the light shined out we see that the spirit began to move across the waters and it separated the light from dark we see there that how that he pointed out over here in second point of Peter he said we have a 
also an old sure word. We have all the Old Testament. How that there they called the prophets and they raised them up and they preached to the people of that day and time and they also preached to you and I and them of that day and time about Jesus Christ, about his son the one day that would come in the end of the world and die. And so we see that we have a more sure word here that Peter points out. We not only have the prophets, there Jesus spoke to the rich man uh, there, uh, there about, uh, there in hell. And he, he was burdened there for his brethren. And But he said they have Moses there in the prophets. And if they hear not them, neither will they believe one that is risen from the dead. But we have also a more sure word. And his name is Jesus Christ that God sent in the world to you and I. And I tell you, a man will never hear until God sends that word in his fullness and in his power and begins to penetrate out of that darkened mind and that darkened soul and that light of the glorious word of Jesus Christ to shine out. And so we have also a more sure word. But he pointed out, whereunto you do well that you take heed. First of all, it's in your best interest is what he's preaching here this morning. And then you need to look at your own self. You need to examine your own self. For in a little while we're going to partake there in the Lord's Supper. And I tell you there, the Bible said to let every man examine his own self. And if we drink unto them unworthily, the Bible said that we drink unto ourselves their damnation. And I tell you, I was reading that and studying years ago. And when I began to look at my life, I said, how? How can a man become worthy? I am so unworthy. There to receive what God has given it. But now through the blood, I receive it through the blood and through Jesus Christ. And so here we see that he first pointed out, you do well to take heed as unto a light that shines out into the darkness and the day star arise. We find there that he's pointed out and we might see and we look there this morning there to getting up before the sunrise. We didn't see, we saw the light but we didn't see yet the sun. And so we might say it was a dawning there of the day and then and going back in the Old Testament we've come through Christmas and once again celebrated there are the birth of Jesus Christ. But when he begins to sing about how great thou art, you and I, how could we have ever gave our son for the sin of a stranger, for the sin of a, a wicked man? But God did it with all of his power and with all of his might. We go back there and no doubt you've heard many times over and over here in these last few days about the birth of Jesus Christ. But I go back to the book of Malachi and when there was one of God's prophet, but when that book closed, when that day ended, it was 400 years there that Pius said God, he had never called a prophet. He didn't raise another one up. But on that first Christmas morning, when that baby began to cry, once again man was at a place where he could hear from God. There one more time when them, uh, them wise men, they were sitting out there and they began to hear about the birth of this great king and his name is Jesus this morning. They began to rise up and they looked and they searched out the heaven and there was one star there that pointed out and it began to move and it began to lead them to where Christ lay. God put that in their heart there that day and they must have known about there are the prophets of old and the message there that they preached that one day their king would come and he is the king of glory this morning. The psalmist said, who is this king of glory? Let the king of glory come in and we certainly need the king of glory around our places of worship here in these modern days and time man can do a lot of things he thinks but he's realized he don't realize he can't do anything we
without God this morning. And here as we see in these modern times in which we live, we see there that man, he's able, he's made a lot of accomplishments and he's made a lot of breakthrough. But he didn't get not one of them there without God this morning. And I tell you, the more medical breakthrough these are, it seems like there's more and more sickness and death all the time. Why? Because man is turning away from God. And in churches today, is turning away from God. When I begin to open up in chapter 1 and read about there the Christian growth, and then all of a sudden the scene changed. He pointed out you do well, that you take heed. There's many of people being deceived today, and they got that the wrong spirit. We need to be able there to discern the Spirit of God. And the only way we can do that this morning is to by the Word of God. You can take an educated writer and him pin down anything in a book and you take an old God-called preacher. If it goes against what he wrote, they'll take that instead of what we wrote this morning. We're living in a day and time and I preach in different places here in the last few years now. And I find there that many, they are accepting the wrong Spirit of God. There's only one Spirit of God and He is the Holy Ghost this morning and we need to be able to tell the difference. But now false doctrines are running in everywhere and Peter's writing this book there to warn you and I and to warn them of that day and time and to take heed. And Jesus said over there in Matthew there 24, the Bible said and Jesus said unto them, take heed there that you be not deceived for many shall come in my name saying I am the Christ and deceiving many. And it is happening today. They're using the name. They got a Bible or a book up there but I tell you they having not there the Spirit of God. They are many today. They are like clouds without water. They are driven by attempted to and fro. Um, the church down in our modern day and time has become like in the days and time. There of Jeremiah. Uh, Jeremiah he wrote. He said my people have. They are committed to evil. Uh, they have forsaken me the fountain. They are of living water and hewed out them cisterns that can have hold no water. That's why our people come in. Uh, they are wicked there sometimes and get out and go the same. I remember when there was a pirate out the house of God. If I had something wrong in my heart, there was a dread to get down there because I know this glorious light of the gospel of Jesus Christ is going to shine upon me and I wanted to get it right before I got there. But sometimes I couldn't get it right, Brother Hal. Sometimes I had to have a brother to get down and help me pray and get a hold of God for sin in her heart and sin in her life and sin in her church this morning. Sometimes it will hinder and hold back the power of the Almighty God. And I tell you today, we're living in the last days. Will Jesus come this year? He may very well. If you'd asked me in 2000, do you think there will be a two, uh, 2020? I said, I believe the Lord will come before that time. But we are still here. And, and as I told Brother Hal, and sat there on her seat uh, there a little while ago, I said, other places that we go, there's a generation that's missing down at the house of God. And it's a teenage generation. And they're going out. They're getting educated. But they're doing it out without God. In a little while, in a few years, they're going to take over the government and they're going to take over the, uh, our communities and all like that. They may be good people and all that, but now the Bible said there's none good but God this morning. And anything apart from uh, there of the blood this morning, anything about me apart from the blood is filthy rags in the eyes of God. 
But I'm glad I'm saved this morning and washed in the blood. But now here we go back and we see now how. Uh, first of all, he sent them a warning. Whereinto you do well. It's in your best interest. Now we come today and most Sunday services, they're just going to be a, a, just a little gathering and go out in their own way and they're do their own will. But I'm here to do the will of God this morning. He come to seek and to say that which was lost. But now here today, we're entering into a new year and many, uh, they look over last year. Uh, they do inventories and all like that, but we need to take an inventory of our life. There's uh, something in our heart that is wrong against God. We need to get it right because we all got lost people that is dead in the trespass of sin. And one day in a little while, they too are going to die. And I can't get them here by myself. You can't get them here by yourself. It's going to take the power of the Almighty God. And I tell you, when the wind will the power come, preacher? When God's people finds herself and gets herself on the altar of God and begins, Lord, it's me standing there in the need of prayer. Hey, Lord, it's me that's not being there where I needed to be in this past year. And I want this new year uh, there to be. Uh, your light shining out of my life. Hey, the people of the Bible say it, that people had sat in darkness, but they saw a great light. Uh, those wise men, they begin to journey and they begin to go. Uh, when that star begin to move, uh, listen to night church uh, this morning. We're living in dark days in which we live. But I tell you, a light uh, shines its brightest in its darkest time. We have the Christmas tree this morning. Uh, some they'll preach on that. But I like to look upon it. Uh, the Jesus he is. There the tree of light. And the light there. Upon it, they crowned him with a crown of thorns. But the light through the blood, there begin to shine out. There from Calvary's cross. And we wrap the lights around it. I like to think there that I'm just a little light there upon the body of Christ. Uh, coming down from the glory of God. Uh, they're shining out into a lost and dying world. We living in a day and time where people don't care how they live. Uh, there and what they say and what they do. I tell you one day they're going to be awakened but it's going to be too late. And if you're here this morning, I tell you today the Bible told us to walk uh, therefore his return. It was written in the word of God. We have a more sure word. It came from the mouth of Jesus Christ and he told us and commanded us that we would watch for his return. He's coming back. He's not going to call you. He's not going to call me and say, Preacher, you think it's all right if I come right now? He's going to come. But he told me to watch that that day would not find me uh, unawares. As many used to sit around the house of God. As many used to uh, seem like they could get on the altar and really pray, pray down the power of God. But now sitting out there somewhere, I've got to go on. There ain't no place for me to quit. I've got children. I've got grandchildren there in this world. And there's going to be, if time goes, Home, they're going to be great grandchildren come as well. But it seems like we're living in a modern day. There's not enough power around the house of God anymore to reach out there in the dark house and to rake them up and wake them up in their night's sleep and hear a voice speaking to them. You need to get right with God when we get on the altar and we confess our sin and cry out to the living God, Lord forgive me. I believe we'll see the power of God come down when you get in the old 
Testament and you begin to read hey, uh, there Daniel and there are many others they come before God and they say God we have sinned he didn't say God they've sinned they said we have sinned sin and there uh, down at the house of God uh, sin to my soul and to you uh, this morning is like a cancer upon the flesh it eat up until one day uh, we will lose all power with God you say that won't happen preacher we had a good year here at Dutch Bottom and yes I know you did but the coming year could be far greater these times we need to meet down to the house of God might, we might need uh, there to come maybe on a Thursday or a Friday night and say we need to come uh, and pray I've got a brother uh, there that's got a loved one that's lost he needs me to help him pray I've got lost as well uh, there brother John uh, brother Marty I've got lost and I need you to help me pray I tell you uh, sometimes I get to think uh, I've got grandchildren that need to be saved this morning and I get to think uh, Jesus is coming and, and I'm one of the priests when Christ comes that door's closed and never to be opened anymore some say well they'll get it they're just more of them false prophets they're just more of them false preachers and they're just more liars of the devil this morning uh, trying to make people believe the Bible said today is a day of salvation and right now is a point in time uh, listen you might say preacher I'm young in life and these things I want to do that God might not be pleased with it yeah, listen I tell you it's not worth it sin is fun for a season but the payday is hell sometime and I tell you it eat on you I'll confess the Bible said there to confess your faults one to another and yes I am a preacher but sometimes I get weak as well sometimes the devil just slouts me to death and, and here lately it seemed like he's bringing up everything that I've done in my past life and it just eat away eat away sometimes it eats at me so I can't seem to get down in the hand of the word of God but I tell you I got up on Christmas morning I tell you and salvation is real this morning and God just reminded me of the gift that he gave me a long time ago there that you're forgiven this morning and if you're saved this morning, you got to get up and go on. We're entered into a new year. He might have hindered you in the past, but I tell you, get up and rise up and go on. I tell you, there's somebody is dependent upon you. How many people are dependent upon Dutch Bottoms back to church this morning? I tell you, there's a multitude of them this morning. But now here we see, we see you, you do well that you take heed as unto a light that shine in a dark place. Now we know that all had sinned and come short of the glory of God. But on that first Christmas morning, there I tell you, they hadn't heard from God. And I know there had been many, no doubt, but they were false prophets uh, sharing about things of what God was going to do. And, but they had never come to pass. But there the word that God penned down in the Old Testament through the, the mouth of the prophets of that day and time, they're still true today. And But now, on that day and time, when them wise men, they begin to inquire uh, there about uh, where he was and, and the star led on. But there there's an antichrist down there and his name was Herod and he began to inquire where is this child, this Christ child should be born. But now when those wise men got down there we find that he was in the house and they went in and they worshipped God. When they looked and as Isaiah said, said his name shall be called Emmanuel. Said God meaning God with us. Here through the 
this little baby. And I tell you today, there's nothing more precious on this side of life there than a little baby. And when this little one, when they're singing how great thou art, and when she reached up that hand and a praising God, I tell you today, that done something to me. That got the wheel to rolling in the middle of the wheel. It began to send out the fire, and it began to spark out. And I tell you today, down here, there by the lake, there that was in view right out there, I tell you, we are to let the world know who we are this morning. We are children of the Most High God. We wasn't bought with things such as uh, corruptible silver and gold and all like that, but we was bought and paid for by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. When that little baby was born, there was a cry heard. And I tell you, I believe that on that morning, yes, God's heart broke. But as on that morning, God began to shine forth. We see it was the dawning of a new day where they'd been under the law. But now what God had prophesied was now coming forth and being fulfilled. And now through this Christ child, many there, <coughs> it's all right to talk about the baby and all right to talk about there his birth and all like that but I tell you we need to talk about his death, burial and resurrection and when they went in and saw this Christ child they opened up their gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh but that time the devil was angry he knew the scriptures well he knew that God told him way down there in Genesis about one that he's going to send. He said, yeah, devil, you'll, you'll bruise his heel, but he'll bruise your head. And I tell you, he already had a headache, and I, he knowed what was coming. And so he was fighting out. And Herod, Herod announced, if you and I would have lived in that day and time, and we'd been a Jew down there in Israel, and had a little boy there that, uh, from the age of uh, uh, two years and under, uh, I tell you there, Herod come that all the babies from two years and under that they would be killed I remember another time it happened in the day and time of Moses when he, when he had went forth Pharaoh he commanded there are the little babies there to be killed but now here uh, can you imagine a horrible thing I tell you if I'd been a soldier I'd said you just have to take my life because I can't hurt or harm one of them little babies and they are being hurt and they are being harmed today I tell you again uh, in our modern society I tell you today, they're slaughtering the unborn. They're slaughtering the innocents. And even after they're born, they walk off and leave them. They've got no love of them whatsoever. But God, I tell you somewhere, is going to rise up there and say, Son, go get your church. Bring out that light and bring on the light there and come home with your church. And I tell you, it's all over. It's all over. And he's going to send his wrath down. And I tell you, as you read on, as you read on in chapter 2, uh, there you see how that the subject had changed. And he began to talk about the church, about the false teachers and the false preachers there that had come. I said a while back, I, I said used to us preachers, said you can find a preacher, uh, but, but it's hard to find a pastor. But now today, it's hard to find a God-called preacher. And I'm afraid there's a lot of them has raised themselves up. As a brother mentioned in Sunday school, it's about a career. It's about a salary. And about like that, for me this morning, it's about lost souls undone there before God that's going to draw their breath somewhere and go out and meet God unprepared and be turned away. Yeah, you say, well, I don't believe God to turn anybody away. I tell you, you just read the Word of God. He sat between the crossroads of your life. Every, every adult in here has come to the age of accountability. And you may be a child, you may be young today. 
But now this morning, maybe the time that you've come to that age of accountability, that's a time in your life that, that you know what sin is. And God will hold you accountable. You say, well, I want to do this. I want to do that. Listen to this old preacher. It's not worth it. It's fun for a season, but there's a payday coming somewhere, and you're going to go out and meet God. You hear this morning that God is not under any obligation to give you another opportunity to come, but He's giving you one this morning. If you're a child of God and you've got sin in your heart, somewhere God's going to deal with you. Somewhere God, you're going to face God somewhere on this side of life. And I tell you, listen. To live a half-hearted life and to live a life of sin there. I tell you, the Bible said, Be not deceived. God is not mocked whatsoever a man soweth. That shall he also reap. He said, If you sow into the flesh, then of the flesh you'll reap corruption. But if you sow into the Spirit, then of the Spirit you'll reap everlasting life. Listen, I tell you, uh, when I leave here now, now as I, many have said, I, I've not always been where I ought to be. But I tell you, every sin that I've committed after the cross and after the blood there, I sipped it and was saved. It's sown in his flesh. I'll pay for it on this side of life. And I tell you, uh, there's many that was paying today. But I tell you, he paid for all sin this morning. Uh, some said, I don't go along with that. Read the book. Read the book. And I tell you today, there's so much on television today uh, there that uh, they're calling themselves preachers. And, and I tell you, even women today. And I tell you, any woman that stand up, God ain't never called a woman and he never will. Right. And he tells you in the word of God why he don't. And if you want to set one of them Jezebels on television there and calling herself a preacher, that's all she is. She's lost and undone without God. She's got a spirit, but it is the spirit of devils this morning. And I tell you this morning, people don't like that kind of preaching no more. But we need to have the truth. I want my children, my, especially my grandchildren are growing up. I want them to hear the truth. And I want them to know the truth. The Bible said you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And Christ God loved the world so that he gave. I was thinking, I, I, I'll try to get to the place in closure just a moment. I know it may have been short. But this morning I was singing the other day. I've been to several bedsides of people dying. Some was ready and prepared to meet God, and others there it wasn't. But I've seen some, you know, they'd lived a wicked life and got down near the end in time to die. And some would say, well, they made it right. And then just a day or so, they said, well, they, they died so peaceful. But I've seen people that lived all and devoted their whole life to Jesus Christ. Seemed like they got down and seemed like they had to fight so hard. And I, and I got to wondering why. Why? But, but God answered. I tell you, if you have maybe some questions that you ask God and just don't seem to understand, I tell you, John 3, 16 answers a whole lot of questions. Amen. Why does that wicked government seem to go on and seem to prosper so? This, this might be the only heaven that he ever knows because God lives in why are we under such persecution and talked about and run down? And I've even had the uh, uh, privilege and the blessing being called the devil. I, I said they call my Lord devil and Jesus said they've treated me this way. They're going to treat you that way as well. But that's all right. That's all right. We need the power of God. And we need to take heed this morning. Not only the lost, but especially we that are saved. We need to take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place. This world is a dark place in which we live. And listen, church, things are not going to keep going like they're going. I know uh, 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 physically they may be a prospering right now. But I tell you, Satan's a fighting. And he's fighting with all he's got because he knows that he has a short time. Who's he fighting against? He's fighting against the blood-bought church of Jesus Christ. You and me. 
And I tell you today, what I have and what the old preachers preached to me, it was good enough then and it's good enough for me today. That's what saved me. That's what kept me. I like that old hard preaching, some call it. But I tell you, that's what, uh, what I got convicted under. And that's what I got saved under. And that's what's kept me. And when I got wrong, that's what got me right. All this uh, easy stuff. I tell you, we got a lot, of, uh, a lot of today that they might make good Sunday school teachers, but they need to get out of the pulpit and let God call me and stand once again and to preach in this nation in which we live. Why, why is uh, our nation in such a condition that it's in preacher? Because people fail to take heed to this great light that is shining in a dark place and push Jesus Christ aside and pushed him out. Some says they pushed him out of the church. We pushed him out of our homes. And I tell you, if you've got him in our homes, he'll come and he'll be in church with us. But he, he goes on. There's a light that's shining in a dark place until the day dawn. Now I got up and I seen the light from the sun. And I know just a short time the sun's going to be up. But now they're going to the cross of Jesus Christ. And on that uh, noontime hour when it came, the Bible said that darkness, the earth quaked, and darkness covered the land. The sun went out and refused to shine. And on throughout the day. And the Bible said when Christ hung on the cross, there the graves of the Old Testament saints said they opened up. But on that Sunday morning, that first Sunday morning, that's a dawning to the new day, the day of grace, the day of God's power, that it come and be in the midst of God's people. And I tell you, I want a word, and I want the word, and the power of God that will stir my heart up when I come there. And when the children get up to sing, I can get up and shout glory to God in the highest and goodwill and peace to all men. I tell you this morning, we've lost our love for the Word of God. Uh, we've, uh, we've lost our hunger. We've lost our hunger for the power of God. And our younger generation, there's a young man years ago that come to the altar where I pastored and I baptized him. He went off to college and he got off on drugs. And I said, son, how can anybody get into something like that? He said, they just no feeling like it. I begin to wonder. I tell you, I've got salvation. And I have tasted sin as a lost young man. But salvation this morning, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like that this morning. I tell you, I thank God for it this morning. Maybe a day went, maybe got wrong, but that night, trying to go to sleep, having to come out and say, Lord, it's me. Lord, it's me, please. Forgive me. Listen, for me to willfully go out and partake in sin is to bring in shame upon my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the Bible tells me that I'm crucifying him afresh. Listen, you say, uh, well, I've got friends. They go to church, but they, they, they live a wicked life, and they think they're going to heaven. Listen, the Bible said, not everyone that said to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father. He also, Jesus, the Son of God, also said, search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. They are they that testify me. Those are the old scriptures. The, the people that that time didn't have the New Testament. They had the old. And he said, now go and search them. The ones that testify him. But not only that, your life. If you've truly been born again, your life will testify of Jesus Christ. I, uh, when I was saved, he put one in me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Satan, he's in the world. This old flesh, it's still in the world. But I begin to take what God put within my heart and bring this old flesh under subjection. My speech changed. And, and, and when I used a curse word, it broke my heart. Before, it didn't. 
But now I'd been born again. And I said, Lord, help me. Another prayer I, I'd prayed. And the devil would like for you to get, you and I to get off and get our mind focused on somebody that maybe said something harsh or hard to us or hurt our feelings. But I prayed a long time ago, and you pray this prayer as well. I said, Lord, help me not to remember what I've done for somebody else, but help me remember what others has done for me. And I tell you what Christ done for me and what his church has done for me, what Dutch Bottoms has done for me this morning, given me an opportunity. Not every church in uh, Cock County would allow us to preach, but I believe Dutch Bottoms is still a blood-bought church. And I believe she holds true to the doctrines and the teachings of Jesus Christ. How you know that, preacher? I've got the word, and I tell you, I've not only got faith, but he let me every now and then to have some feeling. And I tell you, the Spirit of God certainly is here this morning. But I, I remember a time. I remember a time when we could meet down at the house of God. You might have been shipwrecked, or, or your ship might have seemed like it was sinking and going down. And troubles on every hand. But I remember we could get to the house of God and just for a little while, through the singing, the preaching, and the worship, I tell you, our minds would be carried away and focused on Him. And we found peace. For a little while, I remember when Mama died uh, as a fellow there in the community. Dad, he's broken. I was broken because Mama's gone and seeing him broken. But he came, he sat on the porch, and he'd get our minds off of it just for, might be just for a minute. But we found peace there for a moment in the midst of the storm. Listen, Jesus is not far away. He's right here. If you're saved and you've got sin in your heart, you need to do something about it. You need to get here on the altar and ask God to forgive you. Ask the church to forgive you. Ask the church to pray with you. Because there's somebody around you that's dependent on you and your prayers. The lost people this morning. You're lost people. They're dependent on you. Uh, they don't know it. But who's going to call their name? Who's going to pray for them? And then if you're here this morning, you've never been saved. Listen, right now. God's calling you right now. Would all stand to your feet and get a song this morning? We're going to have communion in just a moment. First of all, to the church, examine yourself. For if any man partake of this unworthily, he will drink of himself damnation. They send your heart. You better do something about it this morning before you lay a hand upon this.